Yeah, the the real standout scene for me, and I don't know about for you, the fight scene. Oh, without a doubt, it's my. I couldn't believe <laughs> that it just kept going. Like it, yeah. it's it's so well timed too, because every time, every time he's like, it's over, it's completely over, and then and then they start it up again. Yeah, and, and the way that he directs it's the it realest is so wrestling perfect. fight I've ever seen because <laughs> yeah. because it's grounded in like two guys like just beating the shit out of each other, throwing each other on the ground, throwing each other into cars, into trash cans, and Carpenter was obviously like. We're throwing a ton of wrestling moves in this bitch. Yeah, you know he was I, that psyched. was my favorite. Yeah, exactly. He was so stoked. It's like I got He's a like, pro wrestler. Could you do a backdrop onto this table, man? <laughs> but that's what's so funny is that like they're doing like absurd moves, but the fight, like the filmmaking, tries to ground it. Yes. So you get this weird contradiction of you're watching something that's silly and also something that is is grounded. And that was the vibe I kind of got for the film, and which is what I think really makes the film work for me overall is just this idea yeah. of again. The commentary is broad. The some of the design work is incredibly silly. The tone is incredibly silly. It's like it's got that drive-in, like yeah. B movie vibe to it going, because it is a, a pop culture artifact. Like he is making popular art, right? And he wanted, but he wanted to fit in all of this messaging, and he's just like, but this messaging, they need to take elements of it seriously. So that's why I feel like even in his filmmaking, even though he's showing you something so silly, like two giant men, one a professional wrestler doing professional wrestling moves on Keith David, like a uh, at that point. Say- like a genre movie Keith David man he's he excellent really, he held his own in that I just mean like in the physical fight yeah you know like he actually like when he punches and he kicks and all that he looks I, like I felt it yeah he looked like he was a, a good uh performer in that regard because I mean you're you know you're you're going up against a professional wrestler yeah he knows how to sell that shit yeah. and uh the, the fight especially just how long it is I don't think they used many stunt people it seemed like they did no, a lot it of the like work they did it yeah uh, and also just the comedy aspect. The, the fight goes on for so long that you start to forget like why they were fighting in yeah. a way. But then there's just little parts where he put reminds you, put on. the fucking sunglasses on. And it's just like, it reminds you that the whole fight that you've been watching for fucking like 10 minutes is just to try to get some guy to put sunglasses on. And that, that level of comedy stops dead in its tracks is hilarious. To just have these two dudes brawl it out. That's the thing. There's no plot. It's just put <laughs> the glasses on. I need to expose truth to you. Yeah, and, and his line is, I'm giving you a choice either put on these glasses or start eating that trash, trash can. Can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, the passion for him to put on the glasses oh my god i was just howling it's yeah so and, funny. And, and you watch that scene and you're like okay so is this scene just a uh hilarious bit right where a beloved genre actor and a pro wrestler are just beating each other to a pulp or is it a commentary on how the powers that be pit the poor against the poor in seemingly pointless <laughs> displays of power? <laughs> Trick question. It's both. <laughs> in a John Carpenter movie, the beauty is is that it it actually is both of those things. He's like, this yeah. is fun. This is funny. And also, this is just two poor people beating the shit out of each just other. Just to try uh, to expose the truth to one of them. Yes. <laughs> it's just and, like, and, listen to me. <laughs> and even then... Is anything but exposing the truth just going to cause more pain? Right, because it's like he doesn't have an answer for him. Yep. He's just like now you're someone in else as is going to suffer with me. As I am. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which really gets and then like and that that doubles down when you get to the end of the film because I really yeah, yeah. loved that like they don't end up finding any kind of answer for any of this. They're, yeah, like like they're, they're, destruction seems to be the answer. Yeah, it's like triggering the apocalypse. Like that's the plan. Yeah. Um, it's just like all right. Well, we'll just. Uh, 
we'll take out who we have to, and we'll just start from start from scratch. <laughs> yeah, and and so yeah, that's just it. Is it? It's like it's a junk B movie sci-fi popular art movie. Yeah, but it has themes that you know are ripped from like George Orwell, like you know one of some of the most serious writers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so again, it has a pro wrestler having a great time, like just blowing aliens away with a <laughs> rifle. Just the goofiest like fifties B movie shit, but given like a real texture and extremity of like the eighties, like it's got really awesome textures and colors and the violence again, it's sticky. Like when they massacre the resistance people and you're like, Oh no, the cops have arrived. Everyone scurry and everyone's scurrying away. And you think that, yeah, they're just going to scurry away. It's all good. And instead just like 90% of them are just butchered. Yeah. Yeah. Blood all over the walls everywhere. Yeah. It's, like, gross. Um, and, obviously, this leads him to... Lends him to the severity of this issue. Yes. <laughs> Which is where uh, Roddy Piper decides that, you know, he's the... He, he goes from believing in America to saying, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> saying, it's been overrun by aliens. Yes. It's time to do something Exactly. About it. So, it's just... It, for me, the film is just, like, it's it's so infectious and fun and biting and then... At times, the the horror is just, like, never sacrificed to, like, do any of that stuff. Yeah. Because, like, it is really, really creepy once you, once he, you know, puts the glasses on and you start seeing things. And the design work, even if it's unrealistic, it's still just, like, it's, like, oh, this is where this realistic violence is coming from. Yeah. Um, and I also love the, uh, once they start getting into kind of, like, the depths of just, just how deep this alien conspiracy goes, they go to, the, like, the underground tunnels. Yes. Where they have, like, this secret ballroom where, like, and it's huge, and, and they're yep. all together congratulating each other on their 37% revenue addition yep. or whatever it is. And then and then they go to uh, an underground newscasting thing where they're aliens, but they're presenting themselves as humans. And, and I, it kind of reminded me of us a little bit just because they had that whole, you know, the underground layer oh, yeah, that yeah. the government, you know, made the clones for and all that stuff. So it, it's just, uh, I always love when they start to get to that kind of subterranean, you know, what's really lurking uh, beneath us. Right, and all, and all the TV shows that you've been consuming are made by these aliens who right. are talking about human problems, but they're clearly not human. Right. And I love when they crash that, like, party for all of the elites, mm-hmm. and they go yeah. there and they're like, the status quo has been maintained, and, like, <laughs> yeah. we have crushed all of the resistance. And, and I love like, at this point, too, where it shows that they don't even have to have the glasses on anymore. They're brand-